Welcome back to Night Owl Nerds. Remedy, part two. Robin's one-shot where he's clearly forgotten the meaning of a one-shot. Last time, our heroes, trapped victims, whatever you want to call them from Lament, Bryak, Jack, Dalinar, well, excuse me, and Thidius, you know, the most boring character, <laughs> met up with a wood elf named Alicera, trying to protect her local forest. Upon returning to the local town, in search of jobs, information, whatever they could gather, they stumbled into the bar, a beautifully built and decorated building in an otherwise ramshackle town. Upon looking around, they discovered that the patrons of the bar were nothing more than illusions. And upon speaking to the bartender, realized that he was stuck in a loop, unable to answer their questions. After an interesting choice of a dispel charm by Thidius, the, bartender, the bartender's demeanor dropped, and so did he, as he fell dead and lifeless. Thrown into the corner, we rejoin our group as they try to figure out what the hell's going on in this bar and why they can't seem to escape. Correct me if I am incorrect. Uh, it was a group of us at the front door. Yes, we were I, kind to... of, I kind of tried to remember where you guys were uh, when I built the map. Oh yeah, dude, that's the worst. Try to build a map or you're trying to figure that out. Yeah, so, and I didn't feel like listening to the end of the episode again when I was building it, so fuck it. So Jack's <laughs> Jack's behind the bar. Um Bryak is about to piss on the fire Jack lit in the middle of the bar. And I think the rest of you are at uh, around the door area. Well, move yourselves wherever you choose. I mean, where you believe your character what do you mean what the fuck? <laughs> like how two of these tables have three chairs because my magic weapon broke and the other one was used for the fire <sighs> try it um, again Matt Mimi can move thank you it's a and... a nice touch of there you go uh, Ethan you should be able to know a nice touch What? What? what's a nice touch the fact that two tables have three chairs because one was used as a weapon and the other one used to start a fire. Yeah. You're welcome. I totally did that on purpose and not because... I'm, I'm giving you an out here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not going to take any outs. I know full well. It just happened to work out. The first thing uh, you all see... Uh, Dalinar do is uh, wind back and whip out the uh, gem encrusted mace and just slam on the door as hard as he can. Well, that's not gonna work. I can't hear you! I'm trying to get out! Oh, I gotta get the voice, sorry. Roll to attack while you're trying to get your voice. Ah. Gotta wind it up. Uh, that is a six. <laughs> All right, it's a door. It's not going anywhere. I'll say it hits. Um, but with that six, that determines the amount of strength that you put into this. You got lucky. Your mace didn't reverberate. 
like, you know, hitting a stone wall with an aluminum bat. <laughs> you know? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't all of the lights go out? The lights have gone out. The room is still dimly lit. There are shadows. I'm not doing that to you again. The The room... It's lit by candles, isn't it? Well, it was lit by candles. The candles have gone out. Oh, oh, that's right. All the candles have gone out. The room looks like it's lit by moonlight, but the moonlight's not, like, coming from the windows. It just kind of is. Like, Got vague it. stage lighting, like the kind of thing you'd see in a movie where you still have to see the room, but they're trying to convey that it's night. I don't like that. So I hate to state the obvious, but it looks like we got lured into a trap. And from what I can tell, this is not your first time dealing with said trap, considering the way you guys are all acting. Uh, you couldn't tell that from Dell's breakdown. I'm not. I'm, I'm not breaking down. Um, uh, uh, I need a little bit of fresh break, air. If you're not breaking down, the door certainly isn't breaking down. So start your breakdown. I mean, that was kind of my first clue. Give me the windows. Technically, it's my third time because I died once last time. Oh. That, that still makes... Okay. And again, you were unconscious, not dead. Dalinar was dead. I... Dalinar was dead. Wait. I died? I don't know. I'm just going with Jack. You don't remember? I, I talked some shit to this guy and he pointed at you and you just... Uh, nope. Don't recall any of that. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Daladar was dead twice. What? Well done. Uh, shit. Ah, you're this is right definitely now. more interesting than the woods. Yeah, no, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to point at Del and say, yeah, he was like, ill. And then you just dropped like it was hot. Wait, 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 what? what? Why, why am I not remembering this? Why? Why? You, oh. you uttered something like "How am I coming?" or something like that, and then just boop, gone. Yeah. I, okay. I can't breathe. I'm. I. I... <laughs> Anyone else? It's just me. It's no, just probably you. all the smoke. Oh, that 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 could be it. That's that's a that's a good call. Fuck. Thidis is going to step closer to Bri and go, I don't think it's the smoke. What do you I'm think? not one for closed quarters either. I don't like this. And I would like to get back out to the woods and not be locked in here. This is very confining. There are windows, aren't there, DM? Yes, there are windows. And you can see outside. I'm gonna knock on a window and just see, you know see if it's strong see if anyone outside notices you knock on the window but it doesn't make a sound would you roll a perception check to see if anyone outside notices ooh she Uh, seven. Seven is high enough to notice an elderly woman. Can't really make out much features aside from the fact that she's old and probably human. She is 
mid-step and not moving. Are the people still sitting at the tables? No, the images have faded. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, come look at this old lady balancing. Can someone go see what he's talking about? I'll walk over to the window and see what he's talking about. Okay, roll perception. That got me. I got a 10. Uh, hold on. 17. The 17. You see the old woman that Briac had mentioned. It is an old human. Probably in her 60s or 70s. So not like extremely old, but definitely doddering in her years. And like he said, it looks like she is balancing on one foot. She is mid-step. And with that perception and your experience in tracking, you notice the the grass around her where she had been walking. You see the depressed section of grass where her previous foot had landed. And you would expect the grass to be kind of springing back up because it was, you know, there was a nice gentle breeze out earlier and whatnot. Nothing outside seems to be moving. Uh, so apparently everything is frozen in time right now, except for us. From what I can tell. From that woman in the grass around her. Great. So does that mean we can take a really good nap? As you're saying that, you you guys look over, and Dalinar has one hand on the wall as if for support. Has his head down, and you can see the other hand is, like, rising up, and then rising down as if he's trying to, like, regulate his breathing. Uh, DM, is there a fireplace in this bar? Uh, aside from the one you created in the middle of the bar? No. <laughs> uh, no. There's a fire someplace. <laughs> Alright, so Jack's gonna gather all the wood from the chair over the dead corpse, go right back to where he had his old fire, build a teepee, and start a new fire. Okay. What? In what are you doing? Hells? Yeah. Relax, we need light in here. I can cast We are in here. <laughs> We're in here, we can watch it. Why don't we just burn down the whole place? <sighs> Brack, do you have your weapon out? Um, it's not out. So. Okay, I, I look around and I just, I shrug and I cast light on my wielded mace. Okay. So you have, we have of two light. sources Jack, of light. I was going to say, Jack, you're actually lighting the fire? Yeah. Okay, cool. You now have a small fire burning in the middle of the bar again. <laughs> you again. You're going like to kill us all. Thing. Jack will walk behind the bar and then take find like two pitchers, fill them with water, and put them beside the fire. Oh, thanks. I was thirsty, and I'm going to drink a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> is that to make hot water? No, it's to put on the fire. Then why is it right next to the fire? Because, it seems... So it's right there so we can put it out quicker. Put it close, but not next to the fire. That defeats the purpose of both. Alright. I'll grab. These drugs are metal. They're gonna get hotter than hell. All nine of them. <laughs> okay, I know I know we're talking about fires and 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 frozen people, but I, I think it might be 
uh, an opportune time to think of how to get the fuck out of here. Why would you want to get out? Stuff's paused. We can relax, breathe, catch ourselves. We can go take a nap, wake up, and pick up where we left off. This is kind of convenient. Well, you can stay in the, the spooky-ass tavern. Uh, uh, I, I recommend the rest of us to try to get the fuck out. Maybe we should go upstairs and look for clues. It's... And see if there's anything upstairs that we could find that would tell us why this happened to you and us. Yeah, just a bunch of rooms. Just a bunch of rooms. It's just a bunch of rooms. Well, did it's... you look in all of them? I looked in one. It is it is kind of weird because like, the, the hallway with all the rooms on it seems to go on forever. Much larger than this place should be. Hmm. Oh, now I'm interested. Yeah, I am too. I, I mean, I'll well, go I don't know about you, but I'm gonna go upstairs. But uh, I think we should try to look for clues and figure something out, because down oh. here we're not getting anywhere. So the last time everything stopped and weird shit happened, and there was magic and anti gravity weird fucking holes in the floor and shit, I had to kill a kid. Don't worry about it. You're worrying too much. Yeah, I'm not about to kill a kid. I just want to get out of here. It'll That's... be fine. If we have to kill a kid, Briag will do it. What? Oh. No, I won't. Hey, I did it last time. It's your turn. Has Who's... anyone else noticed these stairs lead to nowhere? Funny, but I'm not triggering shit until you all decide to go. No, you got to trigger shit on him for saying that. Idiot takes one d4 psychic damage. DM. I confidently walk upstairs. I'll follow behind them. So I'm probably walking uh, side to side with Allie. I don't want to be uh, last one up. The stairwell is surprisingly wide enough for your inflated ego. <laughs> I'll, I'll go up last. Alright, so you all officially go upstairs? Yes. Yes. Right, then let's take you to the next floor of this creepy-ass bar. Alright, good opportunity now that the jovial shit. So, the five of you ascend the stairs to the upper hallway of this inn and tavern. As Jack had previously described, the hallway seems unnaturally long for the size of this building. You can see a back wall, however, one section of it is veiled in shadow. Doors line the sides of the hallway, ornate rugs along the floor, candles at each corner, which are alight, illuminate this long, expansive hallway. Silence pierces into your minds. There is nothing. For some reason, I get like that Scooby-Doo vibe, like, let's split up gang and look for clues. <laughs> I'm totally getting that vibe right now. <laughs> I think we should walk to the end of the hallway. It's that it's that classic trope, you go in one door and then four doors down, you appear out the door. Yes! And we all just start exactly. getting chased by monsters. <laughs> yes! That's what five I'm getting. <laughs> Beat music plays in the background. 
<laughs> As a random bystander watches us run in and out of doors. Uh, Jack, Jack, uh, which door did you investigate? I don't know. Uh, it's the door. I, I never close the door, so it should still be open, right? All of the doors are shut. Oh. Ooh. I, I don't know. It was like, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 feet up to the right. Okay, maybe but just I, to cover our traces, let's check it again. Yeah, what's weird is I left the door open. Well, all the doors seem to be closed, so... That's kind of my point. Uh, all right. Bryke, you're a big chunk of meat, and I can heal you. Want to take point and no. Uh, no, take a peek in? Here's the plan. To open, take out my axe. No, Bryke, I'm going to open the door. And you're gonna run in, okay? Okay. Get ready. Alright. Alright, no, position yourself up next to the door. Ready? Oh. I'm just gonna hang back and watch. We're just like fucking SEAL Team 6ing this door. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright. One, two, three. I'm gonna turn the handle and open the door into his face. The door doesn't move. <laughs> Damn it! I run into the door. <laughs> So I'm going to walk... Your snout is slightly smushed. Halfway-ish down the hallway. And then try... Door on, like, the left side? Because you said there's doors on both sides, right? There are three doors on each side. They are the parts of the wall that look slightly different. Because for some reason, the door tokens look like fucking walls. Oh, okay. So there's a door right there so i'm gonna try they're beautiful doors i love them thank you Mwah. i'm gonna try this door then the handle shakes but the door does not open stand back a door is nothing more than a semi-permanent wall and you can go through walls and i'm gonna swing my axe at it yeah it's dead i take like five steps back roll to attack um, you just want me to add strength? Roll to attack with your um, weapon. Oh, nice. Um, that'll be a 25. Roll a dexterity saving throw. I'm, I'm sorry, a what? Dexterity saving throw. Eight. Your axe bounces off of this door like rubber and smacks you in the face as it comes back. You want... You're still alive over there. I'm gonna rub my nose. Yeah. My nose got hit twice in a row. Ugh. Okay, so... Um, this is... stronger than a wall. I want to put my hand on the door and feel it. Does it feel like rubber? No. Pull a perception check. 16. It feels like leaves. You could swear you're touching a solid wooden door, but it feels like you just put your hand into a pile of freshly uh, of, of freshly fallen leaves. All of, all of you are going to hear like whistling as Jack starts walking down the hallway 
and he's spinning his chain connected sides in the air as he's walking and he's going to walk to the end of the hallway or try to okay I'm sorry uh, the, the senses must be failing me uh, could someone else touch this door Uh, oh, There's... okay. It feels like a leaf, or multiple of them. I reach over and touch the door as well. Give me that percepicep. A percepicep? Yeah. I give you a percepicep. Uh, 18. Same thing as Bryak. You swear you've reached out and touched a wooden door, but what you feel is your hand engulfed in the soft, soft and crunchy, moist yet dry, freshly fallen pile of leaves. I I reach over and I just kind of like give it a whiff. It smells like a deciduous forest. Okay, yeah, this this is unnatural. Um, just like this whole fucking place, but uh amuse me for a minute uh the floor, the floor here, I'm looking around, the, the, the floor and walls are wood mm -hmm. yeah smooth beautiful wood do you happen to have a flint and tinder on you? Briac a what? flint and tinder to start a fire? Um, I'm gonna r rummage around my uh, backpack. Yeah, yeah, no, I got a tinderbox right here. It's kind of a really strange hunch, but try setting that door on fire. I could do that. I, I take I take ten, <laughs> 10 steps away as he does it. I heard fire. Why are we. Okay. The door's made of leaves, I, I, I explain as I try to light the fire. You try to strike the sparks, and no sparks alight. I'll try again. You keep smacking that flint and steel together, and it will not spark. Smacking it. I'm going to be full body slamming these rocks together to try and get a spark. <laughs> Just... <laughs> You are left with a handful of flint dust and a deeply marred bar of steel. Aw. You're, you're not using those right at all. You're not supposed to smash them together. I, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to start, so, walk, start walking down the hall with Jack. Ryke and I felt this door. It feels like leaves, like a smells like a forest. Can't explain it. I'm getting really fucked up flashbacks of uh, obelisks, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. If you catch my drift. Mm -hmm. Have what? Just a just a thought, Dow. Um, have you ever considered that wooden doors are made of wood? which come from trees, which in groups are forests, potentially. 
Uh, give the door a rub. You'll you'll see what we mean. Not rubbing no door. It's Go rub the door. <laughs> how you get splinters? I've already lost a shirt today. I'm not picking a splinter out of my hand. Pick it. Go rub a door. Not rubbing a door. Uh, Allie, is it? Um. Yes. What's the deal with your door over there? Well, I tried the door in the middle, and the handle was a little shaky, but it didn't budge. So I was pretty much going to try this last door to see if I can get anything from that. Worth a shot. Uh, Jack's going to walk over to... Can he grab one of the candles? Sure. Go right ahead. He's going to grab a candle. Okay. And then he's going to walk over to his nearest door and try and light it on fire with the candle. Uh, well, that depends on which candle you grab and which door is nearest to you, because you're straight center there, bud. That one. <clears throat> okay. And you're going to light the door just to yourself? Yep. Okay. You are holding a candle, obviously. Nice little tray for it and all that stuff to catch the wax. It's all kinds of fancy. Fancy? You, you hold it up to the door, and the door will not catch candle's not going out but the door will not catch you're not even seeing scorch marks on the wood there he is yeah how'd you kill that bartender uh I didn't kill him I say but counter charm's a wonderful thing try doing it on a door I can't counter charm a door. I, there's an entire theory that goes behind the magical manipulation of one's brain and, and psyche and their conscience. I don't have time to go into it with you. I don't want you to. But a door doesn't have a psyche, a brain, or a conscience. Therefore, right. cannot be charmed. Alright, so... Feels like a pile of leaves. Feels like a pile of leaves, apparently. Door isn't catching on fire. It's not even burning a little bit. So there's some (laughs) magic going on somewhere. Do you have (laughs) anything to do? Fuck around with magic. Do I fuck around with magic? Please. While you two are arguing about this, Alicera, please roll perception on the door you're investigating. I got a 19. Oh, wait. Plus 7 is... 26. Fuck. With a 26, as you reach out to touch the wooden door, it feels like silk. Silken sheets. Soft, supple, comfortable expensive hey Thidius yes come over here for a second I want you to feel this door it's weird feels like silk Ooh, I like silk let me zoom in so I can turn my character okay 
That is roll perception. Up, up, uh, gotta click to the other one. Uh, that is an 18. Same thing. It's like you're running your hand along the top sheet. Uh, <clears throat> it's like you're running your hand against like the softest mattress you've ever felt. I have one so hand on the. And... I have one hand feeling the door and the other one feeling my my overcoat. I'm like ah. <laughs> you're not wearing an overcoat that you sent that to the tailor. No, my my tunic got sent to the tailor. I still have my overcoat. Ah, uh, okay. So you're a a pauper underneath, but fancy up top. Of course. Yes. Nice. And I'm buttoned up because yes. you dare I not look... show the popper shirt. Of course, you can't yes. look like a commoner. Uh, hearing Please. that, Jack's gonna reach out and touch his door. Your door feels like wood. More worn than it looks like. You almost swear that you caught a splinter. But roll a perception. Fourteen. You swear you smell ale and wine. All right. So one door felt like leaves. One door felt like silk. This one feels like wood, but it smells like ale and wine. What kind of wine? What kind of wine, DM? (laughs) Well, history. 13. You got no fucking clue. Grapey. The, the kind that's made out of grapes. <laughs> uh, fucking wine. There's wines <laughs> made out of uh, tomato. There's wines made out of apple. There's wines made out of many things. Please never come at me with a tomato wine. All right. <laughs> uh, tomato wine. Tomato wine can actually be fantastic. My uh, great grandfather used to make some. It All right, was... you're, you're out <clears throat> of the campaign. Later on, Our... guys. Are you, all, are you all getting a little bit of deja vu about this setup here, or is it just me? Oh, we last time a... we were in a room. This is a hallway. I'm talking thank, about thank you, the doors, Bryak. You're gonna kill me, Bryak. <laughs> oh my god, he got me again! <laughs> it's twice in one session! Uh, well, Jackson. I've never been in this situation, so I can't speak for that. This is new to me. I'm not you really said, one to steal doors. We were in, I guess, a limbo with different aspected corners that were attributed to certain emotions. Each different area. And days of the week. Be specific. That was just Briac, I think. <laughs> no. I think he just makes things up. No, my pillar was green. Yep. Colors, emotions. Anyway. Uh, Ali, just... would you mind touching the door that smells like the forest? I have a little bit of a hunch here. Sure. Do you want the silk door then? Uh, that might actually be more reliquated to Thidius. Thidius, have you tried opening that door? I'm too busy petting it. It feels okay. lovely. <laughs> Would you mind just uh, petting the handle with a with a turning motion, if you don't mind? 
I'm not Bryak. You can ask me to open a door. I... Please open the door. What are we going to do about Bryak smashing steam together? <laughs> Did he still open the door or go to turn the, the handle? Hold on, let's try this door first, Allie, before we okay. separate. Who knows what's behind this um, deception? Who, who's opening first? Allie or Thidius? All right. I will go open the door that smells like leaves, or feels like leaves, or whatever the case was. Okay, I see her rush over to do that, and I, I follow just to provide support. Okay. Thidius has now moved in front of his door, but he's still petting it. Loves, it. <laughs> loves, loves the texture of silk. <laughs> Did you All know right. that silk comes from worms? Amazing. Allie, do you open your door? Yes. The handle moves without resistance. Dalinar, you are watching her. As soon as the door cracks open, she disappears. Allie. You suddenly find yourself in your forest. Trees, the buildings of your, your village, <clears throat> everything from your past. Everything is there. You're, you're, the, the people of your village are out and about doing their things. The children are running around playing. It just seems so peaceful. This is the time before the attacks. Everything around you is pristine the way that you had always wanted it to be. I'd always hoped to restore the, the memories that you cherish. And then you notice a light. Dull at first and it spreads uncontrollably as the forest around you ignites. Everything is on fire. N no one knows what's happening. The children are now running for their lives. You see an elderly wood elf, an old, old woman, one of the elders, tries to run by, but she is on fire. She falls to the ground in the inferno crumpling up in a heated mass of burnt flesh and charred hair and just death all around you. Everything is burning. You can smell the fire and smoke. It fills your nostrils and you are flooded with fear and pain in the memory of your loved ones being burned alive and you can hear the cackles of the Duragar who started this fire. You are thrown from this room back onto the floor of the hallway, smoking, and the door slams shut. Where the hell did you go? So... I'm having a panic attack. I can't. I'm trying to catch my breath, trying to like collect my thoughts of everything I just saw. Tears streaming down my face. Nowhere pleasant. That's that's where I went. No, nowhere pleasant. That's all okay. I can say. That was horrible. Okay, I. Can see in your eyes, you're 
looks like you and me are going through the same thing right now, so there's some solidarity in that, because apparently the rest of these nincompoops think uh, this is all fun and games, so, uh, great. Fuck. I basically just visited my past and had to relive all of that over again. And that was even terrifying more the second time than it was the first time. Great. I'm a fuck. So I look over at everyone else. So you all heard that, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, the last time, Allie, we were in this scenario, we essentially had to piece together clues in order to figure out what is going on and trying to figure out the pieces on how to proceed ahead. I'm not sure if what you experienced was a clue. And it seems like maybe the door Thidius in front of is his own potential experience. Uh, Thidius, how confident are you about reliving your past? I'm confident I don't want to do it. Well, he Can might we... not go through the same thing I went through. He might get lucky. That's true. Uh, if I had a middle name, luck would not be it. Alright. So, the one that felt like leaves, the wood elf was able to open. We have reports on that... three doors. Silk, wood, and tablets. So apparently each of these doors matches each of your personalities in some way, shape, or form. So each of you, I guess, are able to open a door, from what I can tell. Considering I was able to open one Pacific door, not the others. Well, I spend a lot of time in taverns, but I also spend a lot of time dressed up. So, Look, I'm willing to go next. Let me check each door and see which one is most like me. I do like to drink, so it could be this one, but let's just check all the other ones just because. Hey, I'll go across. Yeah, uh, Bright goes there. I go to that one there. I'll go to this one. Uh, DM, how well lit is this room beyond my light spell? Your light we spell the... is offering quite a bit of illumination, but other than the candle in Jack's hands and the other three candles in the corners, um, I mean, about as well lit as you would expect a windowless hall to be lit. Okay, all right. I'm just deciding whether or not to keep the light spell going. So I'll, I mean, I'll... Your, your light spell is helping. It's definitely bringing extra color to the room, but, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's it's not bad. I have to say, I really do like the floor. Like the rug on the floor, it's great. Do you want to brings together the room? Do you want to do you want to roll it up and bring it with us, Thaddeus? Uh... Um, maybe once we're finished. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll uh, fashion a cape or something from it. Yeah, you can make a nice tunic out of it or something. Not a tunic, please. Yes, please my tear up my rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, you can make a tunic out of the door that you keep feeling up. I might do that. Speaking of feeling <laughs> up, I, I put a hand on the door in front of me. 
feels like a regular old door. You big at the handle and it it jiggles, but door doesn't open. Nothing on like here. To, uh, would you like to roll perception? Sure. You're more than welcome. Uh, da, 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 13. Yeah, it's a door. <laughs> I got a plain old door over here, guys. Oh, well, at least one of these doors is normal. Yeah. Alright, I'll check this one. So I'll put my hand on this door. Alright, roll perception. Oh god, five. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, you are all too familiar with this. It's cold. It's wet. Musty. The door opens for you. As soon as it cracks open, you disappear. I did try to open it. Doesn't matter. You touched it. Figures. You are thrust into a dark cave. Sounds of water dripping down. Not much around you. Floors are moist. You are cold and miserable. As you're laying there, in this dank little cave. You hear voices, the scratching of clawed feet. It's the boys from the monastery again. They've come for revenge because you defeated them yesterday. They want more. And there are more of them this time. Five young black dragonborn come rushing up on you and just start pommeling on you. You fight back, and you do well. You manage to take down three of them. But the last two standing as they are slamming their scaled fists into your face and stomach, you hear the voice of your old mentor echoing through the cave, trying to call them off. They hear this voice, pick up their wounded, and run out. Your mentor steps into the cave, <clears throat> looks down at you, panting, fists up, still in a defensive stance, blood pouring down from your mouth. And he just scowls. What have you gotten yourself into again this time? And he lashes you. He pulls out his chained scythes, both handles in one hand, and whips the chains at your back again and again. This is not how I've trained you. You hear his, vo his words echo in your head. And you are thrust back into the hallway. You've got a small drop of blood in the corner of your mouth. I'll wipe the blood off with my hand. I'll turn to where he reappeared. <clears throat> Noticing the blood. What happened to you? Well, like you said, nowhere pleasant. But I will say one thing. Who's ever doing this? 
is fucking dead. Ditto. That's exactly how I feel. I'm starting to finally feel okay again. And when you look at Jack's face, you, you can barely see his face with the hood over his, over his head. You actually notice he has an evil smile. Oh. Here, did I uh, divulge any information about what you saw? Oh, uh, you know, childhood memories. So, the past. Yep. Yep. Well. I wouldn't say my darkest moment, but definitely not a pleasant one. Thidius, what does that door feel like to you? Silk? You've established this? You touched the vault, I forgot, so... That's fine, you've been having panic attacks all day. First it was the rabbits, then it was being locked in the tavern, now it's potentially reliving your past. It's becoming a common occurrence for the day, just a theme. Not, not rabbits, sorry, goblins. <laughs> I was gonna say, when did rabbits why, become a thing? I don't, I don't know why rabbits <laughs> popped in my brain. I, I was thinking of goblins. And I was like, oh, you know, those little green things with swords. Rabbits! <laughs> <laughs> those are some weird rabbits. While they're discussing their doors, Bryak is gonna put both hands on his and give it a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> with your busted snout. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, roll perception. Nine. You smell the ice-laden winds of the mountaintops. Fresh snow, cold air, crisp and clean. Ooh, I opened the door. Yeah. The door cracks <laughs> open. The door cracks open and you vanish. You find yourself in the hallways of your parents' estate, palace, whatever you want to call it. You're back in your kingdom. The air is blowing through the windows, brightly lit as the sun shines off of the white stone. Your brothers come walking up from the end of the hallway. They start shoving you around, calling you the runt of the litter. You're so stupid. You're such a moron. You realize that you are only about six years old. Time shifts. You're in your teens. Your brothers have become much more accomplished. They've shown prowess in both strength and mind. Well, you have only just learned that snow is made of water. And you're still not sure how that works. But you've gotten stronger. Your brothers come up to you again. They start picking on you again, shoving you around, teasing you, picking on you. You try to fight back and it doesn't quite work. Father shows up. He tells your brothers to leave you alone. As soon as they leave the room, he grabs you, grabs you by your neck, lifts you to his height. If you can't do better, you'll never live up to my standards. 
and throws you to the ground and walks away in a huff. The image around you blurs. You're standing in a graveyard. One grave has been dug up because you haven't quite found the bones you were searching for. Grave searching, you keep telling yourself, that's what I'm doing. That's what I was told to do. I wasn't told when to come home. Just when I find these bones, that's when I can go home. And you kind of separate from your body. And you see yourself in the graveyard, the image growing wider, further away. And you realize that you are on a desolate mountainside with nothing around you but these gravestones. No hope of returning home because you were never told what bones to really look for. You are thrust back into the hallway and find dirt and snow under your claws. Well, oh. Delano, it seems like we're the last two to find our door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all right, Bragg? Yeah. You sure? Yep. What'd you see? Just a... Just a reminder of uh, my mission. Hold on. So, me and her had horrible memories, and you got reminded of your mission? Yeah, I gotta go find those bones. No, there's more to it than that. I can tell from the distraught on his face. Either that or... He had a bad memory, too. Uh, Dell and, uh, you should check out the doors. Jack, what was on the other door? It smelled like a bar floor, honestly. Dell and I, how much time do you spend in bars? Be honest. <laughs> Not very much. All right, that's my to, door. It's got to be my door. I prefer to save my coin, yeah, so that's probably mine. Why Are you sure it's not the silk door? I feel like silk makes more sense than ale. It would, but I basically live in taverns and in performing for people. All right, oh, Dalinar, yeah, do you, you, you next or you last? Uh-huh. Fuck it! And I just reach and I grab for my handle. Okay. The door opens. And you disappear. Well, did. <laughs> Bye, Dal! Right before you touched the door, you felt that silk, and you know that silk so well. Those are your sheets. You find yourself in your old bedroom at your parents' estate. Nothing but the finest around you. Toys, anything your heart desired, anything you asked for, they handed to you. Everything is wonderful in your six-year-old body. The image blurs. 13 now. You get up for the day. 
everything is grand. You go downstairs to a, a feast of a breakfast. You have like, you know, three grapes and an apple and just kind of throw the rest in the trash because fuck it, I didn't pay for it, right? I don't care, I got what I wanted. And on your way out the door, putting on your, your silken robe, imported, of course. You grab a cookie on the way out because you don't care. Walking through town, looking down on all the commoners. Look at this trash. They couldn't bring themselves to my level. They'll never be as good as me. But you can hear them. Your elf ears can hear them whispering behind your back. There goes that brat. Spoiled, rotten child. He'll never know what it's like to struggle. He'll never know what it's like to want. Mommy, I wish I could be like him. No, you don't, darling. He'll never know pain. The image blurs and you're in your 20s. Your parents have taken everything from you. You're standing at the doorway of their estate, wearing commoner's clothes, with a bag with a couple loaves of bread and a water skin. They're looking down on you like, why did we ever make you? Where did we go wrong? You need to learn. Your mother walks away with tears in her eyes as her father shoves you out the door and slams it in your face. As you walk away, you can hear your father calling from the window. Don't come back until you've learned a thing or two about respect. You're thrown back into the hallway. Nothing physically changed about you. But you can smell the mud that caked on you in your years after that moment. You guys see just this look of like, I'm deep in thought. Nothing horrifying, but just kind of pondering. And I look over at all of you and you almost see like this, like softness in my eyes that you don't normally see. It's less scrutinizing and seemingly looks like almost happy to see all of you. I'm going to look up from wiping my dry tears on my face as I see you reappear. You okay, Del? I, considering the circumstances, I, I am now. You look a little dirty, <clears throat> like you've been covered in mud for ages. What happened to you? Relive the past. Moderately traumatizing. So it's bad. It wasn't good. It, it wasn't good it at put all. Perspective. You'll see Thidius reach into his uh, coat pocket and pull out uh, his wife's ring and clench it in his fist as he opens his door. Ooh. <clears throat> Oof. 
it just vanishes. You find yourself on the stage of a bar. Your wife is next to you playing along. A beautiful duet, as if these two people were made to perform together. Happiest they've ever been. And the image blurs. You're in your home, one of your many homes, this time kind of a shack you're renting out for the week while you perform in this town. You've dolled it up as best you can to meet your taste, but you know it's temporary. Your wife is in the bed, unable to move, sweating profusely. Most of her hair has fallen out. Her breathing is shallow, and as you approach the bed, she smiles at you. Her pale, white, tiefling skin glistening with sweat. Every cleric you've called, every healer, any salve you may have tried, nothing seems to be dispelling whatever disease she is filled with. She weakly raises her arm with an outstretched hand, and in it is her wedding ring. And as she takes her final breaths, you reach out and hold her hand, clasping her ring between both your, her, your hand and hers. And you are thrust back into the hallway. Her ring is still in your hand. You all hear a click. The door that a couple of you had tried previously opens. And you can see a flickering light from within the crack. Did we uh, attempt that move you did on the previous door again? Sure. I'm going to take out my axe, give it a couple whirls, and stand next to an open door. An open door was the one on the left there, buddy. Yeah, it's the one in the middle. Yeah, I do like a, a semicircle not to get closer and just kind of angle myself. Alright. You gonna swing your, hammer, your axe? I swing. Roll to attack. I'm gonna stand next okay. to Dell. I'm gonna my distance. <laughs> I'm gonna walk hit. over and help Thaddeus to his feet. Okay. 25. Your axe buries itself in the door. And the door swings. Do you let go of the axe when it makes contact, or do you hold I, on to it? I hold on to it. Okay. The door moves out until the extension of your arm ends. There's a very faint, flickering light from inside. I am going to kick the door and pull my axe out of it. Roll perception. Uh, dirty 20. You see a single candle at the end of this narrow room, flickering away. And in that flickering light along the ground, you see piles of gold shimmering in the candlelight. I'm going to walk inside the room. Okay. Your feet crunch on the errant coins on the ground. 
As you walk in the door, I turn to Allie and just whisper without taking my eyes off. Be prepared for anything. Yeah, I'm just gonna stand here and watch. I'm not about to go through another door right now and deal with what I already did deal with, so I'm good. Is there anything in there besides gold? Gold and a candle. That's all you can see. I'm gonna grab the candle and walk out. Okay. Briag walks out with a candle in his hand. Nothing useful in there. At least there's nothing in there? No, no, there's uh, a lot of gold, but nothing useful. Wait, what? I'm going to close the door. Uh, There's gold in there? Let's not be... uh, It was all all, all over the floor and everything. It was just laying on there. And I, I walk back over to the door. Dalinar? Remember the last time we were in this something like this situation and I picked up a toy soldier? Yeah, he picked up a candle. What's if there's gold in there? It might be a trap though. Not fuck with your We need horses. To be fair, I picked up the candle and there isn't a flame person attacking us, so this might be a different set of rules. Yeah. But I really want horses. Are are there shadows near the door? Um, no, because Dalinar is illuminated light. in light. Alright. So, yes, there are shadows cast by the people standing around him, but probably nothing very useful to you. Are you still holding that candlestick? Uh, no. Okay. No I, I imagine... I assume you put it back on that table. Well, I'd imagine when I went through that door, it probably. Well, if you were holding it when you left the door, when you came back, you were still holding it. Okay, I would have left it on the ground where I th- flew out the door then. All right, so there's a little candle sitting next to your door. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll just run over there then. All right. Is anyone going inside? I will... You will? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll go in the room. All right. As you crack it open, uh, thanks to Dalinar's light, uh, you can see piles of gold on the floor. Scat- you know, piled up, some scattered, some dented from Bryak's feet, but just piles of gold and an empty candle stand. Like I said, nothing useful in there. I don't like this. I'm going to stand near the doorway and kind of look in. You see, you know, between people's feet, you see the piles of gold. All right. I'm going to go kick one of those piles. Okay. Just everybody be prepared to fight something that pops up. And Jack will walk over and just... Like, whatever seems to be the biggest pile. Okay. And just kind of... Like, right around the middle, just, like, put his foot in and just shuffle it around a little bit. 
You all hear the clinking of gold coins as they get knocked around and kind of collapse as they fall around his foot. A coin monster. <laughs> I'll lean down and pick a handful of them up. Okay. How many do you pick up? I don't know, just a handful. Alright, you have approximately ten gold in your hand. I'll turn back around and be like, Seems like we can take it. Why would someone just leave a room full of gold to just sit there? That doesn't make any sense to me. There has to be a catch. There's always a catch. Greed. I say we figure out what's whoever has all this gold and is clearly doing whatever the fuck is going on now. Kill him. And then we have the gold. We have horses. Maybe it's the mysterious owner doing this. Eh, a body's a body. Well, maybe he's. I don't know. Otherworldly, maybe? I'm not sure. I mean, I've never met him, and no one's ever really seen him, so. Makes you wonder what he could be. Either way. If time doesn't move, gold is useless. What are we going to do when we get out? Buy that balancing old lady's shoe she's not using? <laughs> I'd like to imagine that when we kill the person that's doing this, things go back to normal. That's what happened last time. That's very true. Last time it was a child. Yeah, well, hopefully it's not a child this time. Well, I mean, the, the, the bar can't really get any lower than last time, I'm just saying. And again, it's your turn. I killed yeah. the last child. DM, the hall is soup. the hallway's super long. I mean, compared to what you would imagine, well, not you, but the others would surmise that this hallway is longer than the building is. You want to use this gold to pay for a drink? Well, if time's standing still, why can't you just steal the drink? There's no one that really can take the money right now, considering the bartender downstairs is dead. So. Is the gold covering, like, all of the floor? Can we see, like, the wooden floor underneath? Uh, you can see the wooden floor underneath. Imagine the gold is kind of in piles along the walls. Okay. But, like, there's, like, a, a central path with a few coal, a few coins, like, just scattered around once it fell from the top and, you know, slid down. Are the walls visible as well? Like, are the gold piles, like, that high to, like, obscure some of the walls? The piles are, at most, like, the one that uh, Jack put his foot in, about two feet tall. Okay. So, knee height-ish. Okay, using uh, my mace, and I kind of, like, lean it into the room to get a really bright view. Um... I just like to take a look at like the the construction of the walls and just kind of see if this is like a a dead end room or not. Oh, it's absolutely a dead end. It's okay. it it looks like a a long closet. Nothing. You know, it's got the same build as the hallway. You know, pristine wood. Everything looks like it's the highest of craftsmanship. There's just piles of gold on the floor. Mm-hmm. 
I'll grab a handful and go back downstairs. Okay. Considering your hand size, you grabbed about 17 gold. Nice. Wait, one, two, three. I turn around and realize that Thidias is still across the hall. Hey, uh... Do you have any other insight or anything to contribute towards this? Are you doing okay? What's going on? In the months that you've known Thidias, this is the longest time that he's spent silent while not playing an instrument and not sleeping. And he's he's just kind of standing there, like, leaned up against the wall. And he's not really answering you. You can see that he's, like, conscious, but he's just not answering you. Just kind of, like, looking down and thinking. Alright. So clearly, someone's did all these other rooms to fuck with our heads. And then we have this other room that, once we all went into our rooms, magically opened up filled with gold. Are, are we under agreement that this is related to the experience that we all had a couple months ago? I fucking hope not. Every... This is a long shot, but every floor we ended up in involved one of us and either an ability we had or an experience we attributed to the room. I just wonder if this room has something to do with me. But then again... Brack, are you? Did you like go all the way downstairs at this point? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to put it, the money on the table to pay for a drink to see what okay. happens. All right, we'll start wipe to Brack real quick. Woo! So you go downstairs. You go into a table or a bar or the bar? The bar. The bar. So you sit down on one of the stools. It's very comfortable. Surprising, given your size, it doesn't creak or anything. It's well made. You slam a few gold down on the counter. Nothing happens. The sound of the metal just kind of echoes in the room. Just staring at a wall covered in alcohol and various other beverages. We'll grab the closest bottle I see and the closest cup I see. Pour it in and then put the rest of the gold on the table. Like, slide it to where the bartender should be. <laughs> and, ju okay. and just for good measure, I'll take one of the coins and I'll like just toss it at the corpse. <laughs> if that triggers it, I'll take a swig. Oh, please be absent. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you start drinking. What what kind of alcohol did you reach for? I did. I don't know. I just grabbed for the nearest bottle. What I can't color? read anyway. What color? Oh. oh, please be absent. Okay. The you bottle the... is green, not the alcohol. And as you pour it out, you realize that the bottle is clear and the liquid is green. Damn. You throw the <laughs> coin. You throw the coin at the corpse, and it just has this nasty, mushy sound as it bounces off the rotted chest of the body, clinks as it hits the ground. Do you take a drink? Of this green liquid? Sure. Roll a constitution, roll a constitution saving throw. 
It's only liquid. I've survived liquids before. <laughs> uh, a proficiency bonus on constitution. That's... Uh, 12. It hits hard. This drink goes down rough. And you've had rough drinks in the past. But this one is... It burns. But you feel your muscles relax. That familiar feeling when you've got a good amount of alcohol and you're just like... Chilling. Feel good. Do you stop at one drink? Or do you keep going? I'm gonna... I just keep tossing coins at the corpse saying, Do something. Come on. And then I'll take another drink. Okay. Roll another con save. Uh, 20 something. 22. Goes down hard. Again. Got that nice warm fuzzy feeling. Got a small pile of coins. You know, I don't know, four or five coins just kind of piling up next to the corpse. Will you take another drink? Nah, I'll walk over to the corpse and pour out left the rest of my glass and say, here's one for you, buddy. As the liquid touches the body, it seems to sizzle a little bit as it steams off. Crazy. I was going to... another con save. Oh, another one? Ah, oh, fuck me sideways. Ten. You got to step away from the corpse and you stumble a little bit. Everything around you looks just a little bit wavy. As you step past the bar, you start to see colors. Mushrooms start sprouting out from the tables. (laughs) You swear you hear something behind you. You see the corpse of the bartender stand up and greet you. Hi, Bryak. How you doing today? Feeling good? Kind of? I can't tell you. Bright purple and green mushrooms start sprouting from his empty eye sockets. Shit, I want to throw a cup at it. The cup in my hand, <laughs> throw it at it. It appears to miss him and shatters on the wall behind him. Well, that wasn't very polite, Bryak. I don't think your father would appreciate that kind of behavior. What do you know about him? Oh, I know everything about your daddy. I know everything about you. Who you are, where you've been, where you will be. I know everything. Yeah. Too bad you won't be able to use that knowledge because you're dead with fungi in your eyes. (laughs) Oh, I am well aware that I am dead. Or at least, this man is dead. Yeah, Don't you worry about that. You. Don't you worry about that. And as you hold up your hand, pointing at him, trying to goad him into whatever you're trying to do, you see grass sprouting out from your fingers. I am going to hold my hand over the fire in the middle of the room, trying to get the grass to burn off. Like, get out, get out, get out, get out. And as fast as it flakes off of your finger into the fire, it grows right back. And as each blade lands in the fire, the fire bursts 
into bright purples and blues and oranges, sparking every which way. And the room around you starts filling with vines, strange purple vines covered in blue leaves, just filling the room, growing from every crevice. The windows shatter as giant roots reach into the room, tearing tables from the floor, shattering the sconces on the wall. Every single inch of this room is being covered in strange purple plants. You are engulfed in these vines. I'm going to star wipe back to the rest of the group upstairs. Do we hear the glass shattering downstairs? From upstairs? Roll a perception check. Everybody? Actually, better yet, everybody, what's your passive? Because that's oh, not God. an active thing. This is what you may have overheard. Yeah. Uh, Didius is 11. 17. Uh, 49 no 11 <laughs> Jesus <laughs> some cax perception right there. <laughs> I took the all seeing eye feet uh, <laughs> checks out well, your passive is 17 mm-hmm. okay Allie and Dalinar you hear the shatter of a glass against a wall downstairs. And then about five minutes later, you hear a massive thud. I'm going to turn to Delnar. Uh, maybe we should go check on him. It sounds like he's stumbling down there drunk already. Yeah, we might need to rein him in if he's already suddenly got himself plastered. He has been gone for a while. And I, I just close the door gently, and, um... Allie, you're probably the closest to me, and I, you just hear, like, this almost, like... Not, like, sad sigh as I close that door. It's okay, Del. We'll come back. We'll grab the gold later. There he is. You, you had to deal with a bunch of drunk people before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't you... Well, I mean, we'll all go, but why don't you talk to him? You're probably better at dealing with drunk people than most of us. Got a good point there. Can I coax him into walking into the fire in the middle of the room? <laughs> Hopefully. Looks <clears throat> All right, everybody's going back downstairs? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I'll move you all back downstairs. As you all step downstairs, you look around. It's the same gray-lit bar as before. And you smell something burning. As you look to the center of the floor, you find Bryak on the ground, one hand in the fire. Fucking Christ. Uh, I'm guessing there's enough shadows down here I can get close to him. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, this I'll place sh- is so dimly lit, you, you're you're golden throughout this floor. I'll shadow step right next to him and pull his hand out of the fire. Okay. 
Bryak, Except you take nine points of fire damage. Am I conscious? No. Okay. Well, clearly he's drunk, considering he was trying to light himself on fire. I take no responsibility for that one. Jack, <laughs> as you are moving his arm out of the fire, you glance over. He is slack-jawed. Serpentine tongue hanging out of his mouth. But his eyes are open and extremely dilated. He's not drunk. He's tripping balls. Uh, let me... So I, I walk over to him, and he still has his hand over? Or you removed it from that? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I took it out of the fire. And right now I'm probably slapping his face, trying to get him conscious. And I, I, I look to see if that has a response. But no. I'm I'm reaching behind for my staff. I mean, they are technically magical weapons. They are. <laughs> Would you like to roll to attack? Would you like to deal damage on this? No. Okay. I thought about it. <laughs> As you're slapping him back and forth, your hand is getting gradually covered in his saliva that is pouring out of his mouth. Very cold to the touch, being a white scale dragonborn. But he is not responding to your slaps. Alright. I'm gonna stop doing that and go look for whatever bottle I can find that he might have drank out of. Okay. Um, roll investigation. That should be decent. Let me pull that up. 17. 17. As you're looking around, you find the remnants of a shattered glass and a small pile of coins around the corpse in the corner of the bar behind behind the bar. And then about ten feet away from that, you find a mostly drunk clear bottle filled with a green liquid. Is there a label on it? No. I'll take the bottle and I'll smell it real quick. Constitution saving throw. Yeah, I figured. Ooh. Dirty 20. Your nostrils burn with the smell of licorice. Would I have any idea what this is? Roll a history. Oh, yeah, I know. Natural 20. Hold on. <laughs> I might not. A 22. You've been to enough CD bars searching for prey. You know full well what this liquid is. It's not kept in a lot of bars. Only kept in the ones with people looking for a true escape. In some towns it's known as Maven's Wart. In others it's known as Mushroom Cap doesn't have an official name, but you know it has very powerful hallucinogenic properties. I'll put it down. Yeah, so the tripping balls thing was 100% correct. He is gone right now. Like, he drank... He drank a lot, and this stuff is, like... 
one shot of this, you're pretty well fucked up. I look at uh, Bryak's eyes. Uh, what do they look like? They're so dilated, you cannot see his irises except for a thin line. I take uh, my mace, which still has the light, and I kind of like hold it up to see if I can gauge a reaction from that. There is no reaction. So, hallucinogenic, he ingested it. All right, let's give this a try. And I take the top of my mace, and I kind of like hold it up against Bryke's chest, and I, you guys see like this white radiating pulse come down my arm through the mace and just kind of pulse into Bryak, and I'm casting uh, Lesser Restoration. Bryak. Yes? You come too. Very tired. Surrounded by your compatriots. Dalinar's mace pressed into your chest. Your hand is hurting like hell. Hey, uh, you, you doing okay? Bartender. Let's go get him. I'm gonna roll onto my stomach and try to crawl slash start to stand up and make my way over to him. And I'm, I try to, like, brace you. And Bart. I'm, like, I'm getting pulled down by your weight as we're trying to get up. Uh, no, remember the gold upstairs? How we were, we're kind of concerned about touching it? Uh, same thing goes for any of the liquids. Uh, you uh, ingested something that really messed you up. I'm gonna, gonna take that as it is. You know, I've ingested things that fucked me up before. And uh, Bragg's gonna get to the corpse, gonna pull out his axe and just, <laughs> just mutilate the fucking thing. Oh, oh Jesus. you absolutely do. You chop this thing up like a rookie butcher and his first day at work you wreck this dehydrated husk of a man into fucking shreds there you know, this was him flying good do you know this was coming dick do you know this is gonna fucking happen do you know i was gonna do fucking this you fucking do you know In that one... In one of your swings, the blade catches in the jaw, hooks the back of the skull, and as you swing backwards over your head, the skull flies behind you and smashes against a wall. Oh. Well, well, that's, uh... well, that's going on. Jack is going to try and take that bottle, reseal it, and pocket it. Go right ahead. <laughs> All right. I was going to go behind the bar. You now uh, have five doses of Maven's Wart. I did want to do it so nobody else noticed, but I feel like... a hand if you'd like, but I doubt anyone here is going to care. Well, yeah, I was going to say, with that distraction of a body being mutilated, I have a feeling nobody saw it. Yeah, well, we'll say you managed to pocket that while all of this chaos was happening. So five doses of Maven's Wart. W-O-R-T. I'm going to go behind the bar and start looking at the rest of the bottles to see if they look different than before. See if I notice anything abnormal. Roll perception. 
I got 25. You notice that most of these bottles have shifted to that green liquid. Hmm. They've all maintained their original labels, and some of the bottles you can't tell because of the tinted glass, but anything that was originally in a clear bottle, the liquid is now that same bright green. Someone switched the alcohol while we were upstairs, guys. This green liquid is in about quite a few bottles, from what I can tell. Uh, <clears throat> Jack's gonna walk over and look at the bottles. And what's the biggest one he could find? God, you twist as fuck. <laughs> the biggest one you can find is on the bottom shelf. And it looks like a handle. Ah, uh, he takes that. He doesn't okay. care that anybody sees. Okay. Are you pocketing it? Yep. Okay, you now have 20 doses of Maven's Wart to add. What are you going to do with that? It sells for a lot of money. Oh. People look for this just about everywhere, but it's very hard to find. Hmm. Just don't So it's more it. valuable. Yeah, I'd say... If we were to, every bottle in this bar would probably be the 10 times the amount of gold in that room. Jack, you know thinking. that that goes for 250 gold a dose. Damn. Wow. Alright, so the alcohol's been switched. There's a random room of gold. And then every other door was some kind of trauma that happened to all of us. We gotta figure out how to get out of here. Well, I walked to the end of the hallway, but I didn't really look around that much. Well, it was completely pitch happened. black. You couldn't see anything down that hallway. The candles we're at the end of the hallway, correct? Yeah, but there was a curtain of darkness, wasn't there? At the very end of the hallway? Or was that still lit by the curtain, the candles? I can't remember. Uh, the At the end of the hallway, at each corner, you could see the tables with the candles, but there was an area in the center of the end of the hallway that was uh, veiled in shadow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't look too much into that area of shadows so something tells me that's probably where we need to go because we've looked everywhere else well we've got the illumination to assist us with that hopefully wait and Jack's already behind the bar he's going to look for any doors that he might not have seen earlier okay roll investigation Seven. Can't make out anything different. Same shelves. A now mutilated corpse. And a small handful of gold sitting on the floor. 
some of them cut in half by the blade. Because gold is squishy. Do I see the door that... Oh, no, I was upstairs when Delinar went in there, so I wouldn't have noticed that was there. Oh. I think we've been everywhere else in this place. We might as well check that out. Jack will start walking back upstairs. I'm going to follow behind. Did, uh... Yeah, Thidius came with us. I'm... I walk over and kind of put my hand on his shoulder. Hi. How you holding up? It's been years, and I, I still want to know what it was that they killed my wife and figure out how it can be prevented in the future. We, uh, never really talked about that, have we? No. And as we, I figure we're like walking and talking at this point. And I start to just kind of ask him about the details of her death. Um, he'll disclose that she was, uh, sick and that any healer, cleric, uh, natural medicine dealers, uh, basically apothecaries, I guess, um, no one could figure out what was wrong with her. Anything that they tried, magical, herbal, weird voodoo, nothing worked. Dalinar has this, like, very, like, first time you've probably ever seen it. It's like this, like, sadness come across his face. As if it was almost like a personal, like, gut punch to, to him as well as... Sidious was talking about this. Brack, what are you doing? I'm going to be forcing myself to vomit to get all that all out of my system. <laughs> okay. So I'm probably standing in the corner, uh, forcing myself to vomit before heading upstairs. And uh, in that pile, it, you notice swirls of that bright green liquid some meat that you ate the other day. Is, is that a quill? God, when was the last time? Oh my god, I was five years old. I thought it, because it was attached to a bird, I thought it would taste like bird. Has that been in my stomach this whole time? <laughs> so you make your way upstairs? Yeah. Alright, and as you guys ascend the stairs, this is a good time for us to take our break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So, the group of you have decided to head back upstairs. Let's drop you on the next floor again. Hang on. Thidius left something downstairs. Can we go back? Come on. Quick retcon. I left, I left my mace on the floor. I mean, I kind of need that. No, I don't All want right. a retcon. I want, to, I want to bring the map back to the other map. Just okay. to go back up the stairs again. Get him, <laughs> just... Didius' skin melts from his body. Yes. <laughs> as he crumbles to the floor in a bubbling mass of flesh and blood. Is that fire damage? Because I take half fire damage. Yeah, no, that's that. damage. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I cast Recall Teethling. <laughs> Didius' wife appears before you, standing over the mass. She recognizes the clothes 
gasps in horror and faints. I wake her up and say, I see why he likes you. You're hot. <laughs> yes, yeah, spit on my dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> what All are right. you going to do about it, ass boy? <laughs> <laughs> so the group of you are presumably standing at the top of the stairs, looking down the same hallway you'd seen before. And yet that shadowy area at the end of the hallway has now been revealed with an archway glowing blue light and swirling mist within. That wasn't there before, was it? No, it wasn't. It was completely darkness before. I told you we just had to pay for a drink. No, you paid for a drink and then basically tripped on shrooms. But now it's here, ain't it? And I'm not tripping. Well, I suppose we should investigate that. Yep, All right. I'm gonna make my way to it. I I think me and Bragg should probably go first. Yeah, that's probably smart. I'm gonna puff out my chest and confidently stride into it. If I can, how big is the archway? Uh, about ten feet tall, seven feet wide. All right, so I can't go inside by side. Well, you could. Be, yeah, yeah, I'll go inside by side with him. Okay. But as he so... puffs his chest out, Jack is like, just you shaking his head, like Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. The rest of you watch <laughs> these two, one confidently, one exasperatedly walk into this archway and they continue to walk through the archway fading further into the distance until they eventually disappear we should probably go after them yeah we probably should did you see how confident Briac looked I think he can handle it uh, <laughs> and if he can't, Jack will kill him and come back on his own. I mean, not that I don't trust his misguided confidence, but we should probably just stick together. Yeah. Plus, Byrick will probably get in trouble at one point or another, and we have to get him out of trouble, so... It's true, I can My only turn. cast a certain amount of restoration spells a day, after all. Yeah, it's, it's better we save those. Here. So who's walking in? Better next? to have two healers than one. Alright. Thidius walks in to the archway, and just as the other two continues walking until he fades and disappears. If you bring us back to that lament map. <laughs> <laughs> See before you four pillars. No! <laughs> <laughs> The child. Where is the child? Lily and Dalinar, you are the only two left in the hallway. I guess I'll go next. Hey, I'll be right behind you. You two walk through the archway. All of you, as you walk, you see around you nothing but swirling blue mist surrounding you like a funhouse tunnel. Everything fades to a pale blue 
and shifts to purple. You are all thrust into an area very hard to describe. It's not a room. It seems endless. Covered in strange plants, vines growing in every direction, trees covered in large, luminous blue orbs, random purple lightning bolts grow from the ground into the sky and fade off. The earth beneath you is soft, covered in purple, blue, speckles of green moss. Everything seems to pulse with light and energy. Find yourselves standing around what appears to be a large purple flower with thorned vines stretching in every direction into the ground, into the air. Seemingly infinite in the branches that come off of this vine. Uh, (coughs) Jack is going to pull out both bottles to make sure they didn't come on court. (laughs) (laughs) Both bottles are perfectly fine. Speaking of which, are these similar to any of the fungi slash mushrooms or plants I saw grow out of me and Mr. Corpsman? This is identical to what you saw in your hallucination. Oh. I guess I'll go up to the closest plant and try to figure out what it is. Roll a nature check. Well, I I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I have a one. You rolled a natural one. I have one. Yeah, a one. Okay, a natural one. I don't know no, shit. You have no fucking clue what this plant is. But as you reach down and touch it, the leaf that you touch shifts into a fern from your native forest. And as you let go, it shifts back to the strange blue and purple broad leaf you once held. Oh. My dad. What do you mean, Oh. Well, when I touched it, it turned into one of the plants from the woods that I live in. But now it's back to what it was before I touched it. Be uh, be cautious of what you touch. Uh, I don't know much about plants, but this doesn't exactly strike me as the, the peaceful forest type. No, it doesn't. I just wanted to figure out what it was to see if I would recognize it, but I don't. Alright, let's make a rule. We don't touch anything without letting other people know first. Agreed. Eleanor and Alicera, with your passive perception, you notice one of the trees drops a blue orb to the ground and a new one grows in its place. The one that hits the ground melts and rots and just becomes another part of the ground surrounding it. Well, that's peculiar. 
maybe you guys can follow that rule, but I've actually seen a lot of this before. Because I wasn't tripping downstairs, I was getting a preview of what's to come. And I am going to walk over. I can't move my character. Again, okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I feel like you really shouldn't be touching anything, considering we found you with your hand in the fire. I touched this amoeba thing. <laughs> you touched the amoeba-looking thing? Yeah, it looks like a fidget spinner. It does, but it is actually a huge version of the mushrooms that you saw growing from the bartender's eyes. It leaves a slimy residue on your hand. And as that residue drips off your hand, it shifts to snow. And when it lands on the ground, you just see the little droplets of slime. I'm just going to keep touching it, trying to make as much snow as I can. <laughs> and you create a tiny flurry beneath your hands. As the liquid adhered to your fingers drips off, turns into snow, and when it hits the ground, it turns back into goo. Does it look that way for everybody? Yeah, you all see it. <clears throat> I sure, I'm sure, especially to Jack, who just got done telling people not to touch things and is now judging Bryak as he touches things. <laughs> I gotta look something up real quick. Go for it. Dalinar, Thidius, are you doing anything? For the sake of... Uh, I'm going to... Uh, start heading towards uh, Bryak. <laughs> to uh, essentially babysit him and make sure he's uh, in... Uh, in good, <laughs> good standing with uh, not getting into trouble. With your passive perception, as you pass that small tree covered in blue orbs, you see your reflection in one of the orbs. It is you at age six. And I I wave to it. It waves right back. Oh oh boy, um Simultaneously, not a reaction. It is your reflection of you, younger. Uh, Jack's going to walk over to Thidius. Hmm? Uh, Jack's, <clears throat> Jack's just walking over to you. And as you do, you see your reflection in those orbs from the tree you just passed. And it is you, younger, walking past at the same pace. That was nope. Thidius's reaction to you walking up. He was oh. he's been he's been thinking and like analyzing I'll, this place. I'll flip it off as it goes by as I go by. It flips you right back. <laughs> is there it a is your reflection. Damn. It's a strong orb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack's a muscular dude. Is there rocks or anything on the ground, or is the ground like smooth? It's moss. Purple moss. So it's not necessarily smooth, but there are no rocks. Like your brain? Yeah. Could I create... Like, could I clump the moss together into a ball? Sure. 
you pick up a ball of this moss. It, the the gouge you've left in the ground refills slowly with more moss, and you are now holding a clump of bright purple moss. It seems to pulse in your hands. Anyway, I want to toss it at the spiky vine thing. It hits one of the vines. Splats out a little bit. The vine seems to wiggle and... Everywhere a major grouping of moss landed on the vine, a new vine sprouts from that spot, grows out, and buries itself in the ground. I've used my expert knowledge of this area to deduce we should not touch that vine lest we become vines ourselves. Uh, oh shit, Sherlock. Wait, I... wait, wait. <laughs> Did he just properly say, like, use deduce in a sentence? He, he did. Maybe my, maybe my spell didn't uh, really get him completely out of that stupor he was in. Or you made him smarter. No, I... I uh, credit Helm with a lot of different uh, generous things, but I'm not so sure I have that gift yet. Yeah, I don't even think the gods could make him smarter. Something did. This That's Cax's voice. <laughs> yes, Some... it is. <laughs> <laughs> Off in the corner, Cax. <laughs> It, it was my necklace. Yeah, I was gonna say Brian has a necklace on now. This is some long drawn out like Noob. revenge plot. He was trying to go after Lacutus and somehow ended up here. No, some something made him smarter, and it's frightening. I trip balls so hard I crossed over universes. Uh, where's Nix? Oh wait, wrong scene. Never mind. <laughs> Read the script, Xander. These man. No, I'm Ellie. I'm. I'm not exactly uh, attributing anything we're experiencing to normal outside life. But uh, does anything around here look like it could start attacking us at any time? Because I, I really need to know that right now. Big middle vine. I don't like the look of that. Can I roll a perception to see if anything looks frightening or is that an investigation check? No, it would be a perception to look around your surroundings. Okay. I got a 17. You look around and you see giant purple plants, small purple plants, the purple moss-laden ground going on endlessly see you're very familiar with nature even if this place is completely foreign to you and nothing seems immediately threatening from what I can tell though um, I don't see anything that could possibly attack us but I would still be on guard as it just in case, because you never know 
because apparently things can change at any moment. As soon as you say that, another orb falls from one of the trees, melts into the ground, and a new orb takes its place. All right. <clears throat> Bryak. Yeah? You said you got a preview, correct? Of this yes. place? Mm-hmm. All right. This is going to seem absolutely insane. But... Since we're here now, and when you took it where we were before, it showed you this place. What if we take it, one of us takes it again to see if it'll show us where we were? And maybe we can get a better look around. Oh, no one grabbed any. Oh, I've got some. When did you... Uh, you never mind. You, um, you were chopping up a corpse. It's fine. Yeah. So, so uh, I drank the stuff, right? I tossed the coins, drank a little more, and then he walked up to me, and there was fungi growing out of his eyes that were from here, and, like, it's just filling with plants from here. And then I pointed at him, and my fingers started growing grass and shit. So I was like... You know, I was trying to get the grass off into the fire, and then and then he talked some shit about, I'm so smart, I know everything about you, and you're dead. And then, uh, you guys woke me up. That explains the hand in the fire. Anybody opposed to giving Bryak a little more to see what happens? I mean... I can get you out of it if it's the same stuff you took try not to take more than you did before i don't know exactly if my magics can expel more than that out of your system i can expel plenty out of my system so i start just following right behind Bryak as he moves i want to take a look at the that blue orb tree thing as you look into the orbs, you see the younger version of yourself reflected back at you. I want to walk up and grab it. Uh, be very careful. As Don't as your touch fingers, things. As soon as your fingers touch the orb, it flips from your grasp, hits the ground, and melts away, and a new one grows in its place. Is it still me? It's still a reflection of you, but this time, the first time you were probably seven or eight years old, this time you're 16. I'm gonna try again. Touch it, slips from your grasp, falls to the ground and melts, a new one grows in its place. This time you're pretty sure it's you, but it's a white dragonborn. But it's a baby. Like, freshly hatched. Birth hatched? I don't know. Stop dropping these things, and I'm gonna wipe my fingers on my uh, chest, make sure they're all good, and I'm gonna try to grab it again. Oh, dear. Make a strength check. 
Strength check. A strength check. 23. You go to grab this orb, and before it can slip through your fingers, you manage to catch it. And it melts in your hands, the liquid covering your fingers. And then the liquid turns to purple moss, covering your hands and spreading. Right, this is why we were not supposed to touch things. I'm going to rub my hands together trying to, you know, friction it off. Is is (laughs) it shadowy here? There are shadows around the larger plants. All right. The as you are wiping at this, it sloughs off like slush in your hands, lands on the ground, and just becomes part of the one. Is it still growing on me? Very slowly, but you manage to wipe it off before it spreads too far. Huh. Anyway, I'm ready for that drink now. Uh, how does your hand feel? Fine, I got it off. That moss is just growing all over me. You can you can wipe it off. It's very thick and gooey, but you can. Okay. I'm all gonna right. stick my arm out to uh, Jack and say, "Hit me, bartender." Is it a cork or is it like a cap on top uh, of the bottle? It's a glass cap. All right. Jack is going to fill up the cap and hand it to him. Are you sure that's a good idea? That we Do should we be ha- doing this? Does anybody have another idea? Not particularly. Like we all said, I'm afraid to touch anything here. Besides the fact that it looks disgusting. But like we've proven before, as long as he doesn't over ingest on it, I can cure him of it. Uh, if we feel like he's about to put himself in danger, maybe he can potentially uh, glimpse maybe a clue of what can happen next. Alright. Alright, before we do that, Thidius, what are you doing? Uh, Thidius cast Minor Illusion and has a small, like, a little bit bigger than a pea, maybe double the size of a pea like fireball that he's bouncing between his his like pointer finger and his pinky just in his hand just back and forth so he's having a next breakdown no (laughs) 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 right a next breakdown thank you for that (laughs) no because nix would just stand there and like shit himself And then lightning bolt half of his half of his allies. Yeah, yeah that's in that's that order. Though. That's more next. You have to yeah, shit yourself and then lightning level. bolt half your team. I still have to get Cax. You've already shocking grass grasped. Cax. No, but everybody else has tasted the lightning bolt. It's your turn. That's oh. true. No one's tasted an arrow. Tasted that did. lightning bolt. <laughs> you want to be the Lick first? Lick it, Sander. Lick my lightning bolt. There, I've got six arrows. That's enough for four in your back. (laughs) You can hit me. I toss back the cap and hold it out. 
Hit me again. Constitution saving throw on the first. Oh, yeah. I have to do this, don't I? Yes, you do. 30, 20. Okay. Feel that same is... burn from the harsh liquid going down your throat. I think this is a bad idea. I just want that to be known. Too. I think this is a bad idea, but I don't have any better ideas. So I'm kind of just going along with it and keeping my distance. Any other ideas, Didius? I don't like that plant. I don't either. I, don't either. I also don't want to touch that plant. No. We've already Considering... started. <laughs> either fill up the cap or hit me or hand me the bottle. Jack fills up the cap and hands it back to him. I toss it back again. Constitution saving throw. 16. Okay. You feel that same burn? You're starting to get soft in the muscles. Uno mas, por favor. Jesus. If something does happen, do we really want him out of the fight? That's what the guy that can cure him here is for. Yeah, I'll stick right with him. Uh, won't let him get too far away from me in case I need to uh, zap him out of it. And as I'm like doing that, saying what I said, I'm filling it up and handing him another one. He'll drink it and then lay down on the ground. On save with disadvantage. Disadvantage? But that's mm -hmm. bad. You're three me. shots in, buddy. That's, that's bad, bad for me. For me. Um, <laughs> th 13. You're having trouble lifting your arms. But you still see the purple realm surrounding you. I lay down. Okay. By being enveloped by the moss. It's soft and squishy, but you're not being eaten by it, if that's what you're wondering. Okay, sweet. I'll say, all right, guys, I'll see you when it's over. I'm just going to keep staring upwards until I start tripping. How long do you <laughs> wait? How long, however long it takes. Brain is off. I'm waiting. All right. I'm just cautiously, like, Observing Bryak. I'll I'll wait like two minutes. Like, has anything changed? Two minutes. Everyone watching Bryak. He starts to go slack-jawed. His eyes dilate like they did before, and he stops breathing. Bryak. You see around you. The purple landscape, from what you can tell, flashes of lightning growing from the ground and into the sky. From your angle, looking up, you can see that the sky is just filled with purple clouds undulating and waving and going in every direction, absorbing every lightning bolt as they fire upwards. And everything starts fading to black. You feel yourself getting pulled in a million different directions, all at once, both standing still and moving at insane speeds, you have no idea where you are or what you are doing. There is nothing but black around you. You hear nothing. 
You feel nothing. And you feel everything all at once as your body continues to get pulled and pushed as if you're being reformed. Everyone else back in the purple plane. Ryak starts convulsing. Shaking violently in place. Uh, Jack's gonna kneel down beside him and try and find a pulse. And I look at Jack to see his reaction. Did he take too much? Jack, make a medicine check. Three. Well, you can't tell what his pulse is, but it's it's there, but it's ridiculously fast. All right. But you have no look. idea if that's normal for him or not. I'm going to look up at Dalinar. Like, give it 30 seconds and then hit him. Right. Got it. So I get on my hands and knees and I get ready and just silently count to about half a minute. Ryak, I need you to roll three d20s and tell me what each result is. Oh, death saving throws. First one's a four. Second one's a five. Third one's a ten. Twenty-five seconds in, Bryak stops convulsing. Okay. I'm gonna try and find a pulse again. Full of medicine. Twelve. There is no pulse. Hit him, hit him now. And I immediately slam my uh, mace down and another very quick pulse goes through and uh, lesser restoration on him. You slam your mace down. You hear the crunch on his scaled hide. The magic goes into his body and dissipates. There is no reaction. Fuck. So I think I just killed Bryak. Eleanor, roll perception. Actually, everyone, you... roll perception except Bryak. He's got it. Ask. <laughs> 19? Uh, 5. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. 16. Everybody but Jack notices one of the trees with the blue orbs. Every orb falls and melts and are not replaced. The tree stands barren. I notice it, but I still keep most of my attention on uh, Bryke's body. All right. Jack's going to turn him on his side. 
No, he's not. Jack's gonna just start doing CPR on him. Hold a medicine check. <laughs> really um, do mouth, mouth come on, born. Have fun with that. Come on, I have my hands are magical. It's <laughs> <laughs> are magical weapon. Throws a four point combo into Ooh. my chest. Please, please have decent medicine. It was a natural 19, so let's see what I get. 23. How long would you like to do this? I don't know, like two or three minutes. So leaves sizable marks on his chest, but he's not reacting. So as the tree, the orbs fell off the tree, and I realized that he didn't get up after being wailed with a mace. Thaddeus is going to run over like as Jack's starting CPR and cast Revivify on Bryak. And as you do, one orb regrows on that tree. Bryak, you are revived. Oh my god, Jack, you saved his life! <laughs> <laughs> well done! That's amazing! You're such a hero! Wow, Jack, Jack, I, way, way to go! I'm glad I got here in time to witness it! <laughs> Jack wants I'm gonna to go roll, back this way! Roll an inside check. <laughs> go right ahead. You know he's, li er, he's lying. I'm just gonna give that to you. Oh, okay. You, you saw Phidias cast a spell and revivify... <laughs> revivify, uh... Um... Right. Nah, he's not following me around. You saved him again. Don't deny it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I did not save him. You did it yourself, and I will out deception your ass. All I right. will do a heads up deception <laughs> check against you right now. All right. Twenty-four. Ha ha. Three. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't play, don't play nice here. You're the hero. You did it. Hooray for me. <laughs> I'm going to hug Jack and pat him on the back. I owe you one now. <sighs> well, I mean, not really. I was the one that did it to you in the first place. I owe you so much, man. Oh, man. What did you see? The uh, black. I got nothing. Where you guys? And we all know we all noticed the ones who noticed that the uh, the orbs fell and didn't come back. Um, we all noticed that one regrew as well, like all of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll assume that at this point you guys have pointed that out to each other, and there is one orb regrowing. Okay. I will roll over and begin vomiting again. Yeah, okay. that's that's a good idea. That's you it. Hug him while you're on the ground. <laughs> oh look, another quill. Didn't taste like bird the first time. Maybe it would the second time. So you may have taken more than you did before. Well, I figured since I had it in a cup before, three caps would equal one cup. 
Maybe. Guess not. I suppose not. You want you want to try two? Uh no, no, okay. no. Let's uh not do that, please. Yeah, let's not. Let that that was a bad idea to begin with, but I didn't think of anything else, so. Well, I think it's we're okay. all in that same boat, so. It's don't okay. Beat yourself up it's, over it's, that. You saved my life. You have nothing to beat yourself up over. There. Yeah. Right, keep in mind you are currently at one hit point. Oh, I am. Okay, let me just go subtract sixty something hit points. <laughs> you died, and then were revived. You are at one hit point. All right, Jack's and gonna to... cap the bottle and put it away. And since it's not like a combat thing, it's not necessarily like something that'd be like super obvious to like the three of us, right? Nah, he looks, like, super winded, but, you know, there's no blood. Okay. So, uh, anything this time from that whole thing? Uh, It felt like I was being pulled in every direction, but I was still laying there, and it was very dark and pitch black, and... That might have just been the dying. Alright, so... Jack was here to save me. Yeah, yeah. Pray for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I see the tree that only has one orb left on it, right? Yeah. I'm going to walk over to another one and look into it. Okay. Look into the orb. Okay. You see the reflection of yourself, this time probably in your early 20s. Alright. I apologize if this hurts any one of you. And Jack's gonna pull out a dart and throw it at the tree. At the tree or the orb? The orb. At the orb? Okay, roll to attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seventeen. Alright. Uh, your dart flies into and through the orb and hits three others on its trajectory. All four fall to the ground, melt into the moss to become more moss, and four orbs grow back. Mm. Now he's gonna throw it at the tree. Roll to attack. Uh, 20-something. The dart strikes true. The entire tree quivers and shakes as every orb falls to the ground and regrows. You take 20 points of psychic damage as you feel your heart stop for two solid seconds. Alright. So. The tree dies, we all die. That's comforting. Are you against trees dying anyway? (laughs) Well, yes, I am. But I don't like having my life necessarily tied to a tree. That's two different things. 
Jack. I always thought that that's the way you were. Yep. I will crawl mm. over to Jack's tree. I will guard it with my life. Did <laughs> he hit his tree? Hey, uh, Brack, why are you crawling? I don't feel too good. Uh, can you be a little more specific here? So normally, I am the strong, buff, crazy fast, you know, absolute genius you know I am. But as of right now, I'm feeling rather lowly. I feel like my body feels like a Tuesday. Oh, well. Love that we get that reference in every episode. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's suffered brain damage. We should put him out of his misery. He's suffered further brain damage. As as this conversation is going on, Jack's going to drink a greater healing potion. Okay. Um, as you're drinking that, you notice a small green vine sprout from the ground, snake its way up that tree, and pull the dart from the bark. And pull that dart back into the ground. Okay. Is, is Jack the only one that notices that? Yeah. Okay. Who here likes weird plants? I do. I do. Hmm. Wish I could figure out what they are. Well, apparently this one is life force. Cause... Well, the trees are. Well, um, yeah, the trees are life forces, but what about the other plants? What are they? Well, I drank this healing potion and it pulled the dart out. I say we go look at Bryak's tree. That's not a bad idea. I'll make sure you see like left on death's door. Uh, let's. Why don't you come with us? Okay, sir. And I'm going to follow behind you. Fuck you, Thidius. <laughs> what? Me? I did nothing. You saved the poor man. Yeah, you saved the poor man. I sound nothing like that. Maybe you should try. You might make more money. Oh, you should try. See? Already better. I can almost stand your voice. Jesus. <laughs> You're the one as that needs to kill the As this conversation continues, you can all hear the falling of orbs from the trees. You look around and notice that every word you're saying is causing an orb to fall and then regrow. So essentially around us, like, it's just a constant, like, moving and shifting of... It seems as though every time you make a decision, an orbs and a new one takes its place. Hmm. Starting to wonder if plants burn. Do I think that might not be the best idea right now? No, these are... Definitely yeah. intrinsically tied to us. We need to 
cautiously figure out what exactly this means. If, if we if we make a wrong move, it, it could spell one of our dooms. I don't know, and Ellie, in, in, in your history, have you ever known of a tree or plant that could be mirrored onto a person or, or tied to them somehow? Should I roll a history check? I can tell you right now, you've never seen trees like these before. No. No, I can say that I have not. And we're over at, uh, I didn't move my guy, but we went to Bryak's tree, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go up to the tree and just kind of examine it and, and see, uh, essentially like what kind of, uh, condition it's currently in. It's, uh, a little nature check. Sure. Uh, natural 20, which would make it a 22. This tree is very weak. As far as you can tell with your... Just examining this and having been in forests and seen trees that were riddled with fungus or just died from disease, this tree is on the brink of death. With its one lonely orb hanging off a branch. And I, I look at Bryak as I put my hand on it. Um, and I will cast uh, Cure Wounds at third level. On the tree? On the tree. Okay. That's D8. So 3D8. Plus spellcasting ability modifier. And then I gotta add Disciple of Life. Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, 23 points of healing. Ryak, you heal 23 points. Hell yeah. Ryak, uh, how are you feeling now? A uh, little better. A lot less Tuesday, more Thursday. Dalinar, you notice on the tree, 11 orbs have sprouted and grown. <clears throat> Do I see any green liquid coming out of the tree? No. Okay. Okay, so 100%, we are exactly all on the same page now. These trees essentially are our life force. Which means whatever is doing this doesn't even have to just fight us. Yes. Whatever happens to us or the tree, we are tied together. And I just basically killed our greatest warrior. Look, we're trying to figure this out. Don't Don't beat yourself up about that also saved me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, we should probably, just to be on the safe side, look around for any sort of 
external threats to these trees to make sure that we're not going to get caught in an uncompromising position. Mm. So, while they've been talking and standing around Bright's tree, I've been kind of walking around and looking at my surroundings. Roll perception. I got a dirty 20. Okay. As you're walking around, you see the purple landscape covered in plants surrounding you. The sprouts of lightning seemingly growing from the ground and flying into the sky. You notice the little green vines coming up from the ground seem to be tending the plants. Plucking deadened leaves, pruning, reshaping, helping push other leaves into position. Uh, Jack's gonna Love grab it. a yep. go ahead sorry um, now are they tending the trees too or just the flowers around them they don't seem to or be is it just all the plants they don't seem to be tending the trees directly just the leafed plants that sprout randomly across the ground oh okay Jack's going to pull up a handful of moss. Okay. And throw it at Bragg's tree. Okay. Roll to attack. Twelve. Uh, much like when Bragg did it, you scoop up a handful of moss, new, grow, new moss grows in its place, and you throw this ball of, of moss at the tree and it lands on the trunk and just kind of splatters away and leaves a purple residue on the tree just kind of not quite dripping but seeping down the bark of the tree and then you notice small green tendrils vines come up from the ground at its ba- at the base of the tree snake their way up the tree and start picking the bits of moss off of the bark and then slide back down into the ground well I say we investigate the big thing in the middle we're all too scared to check out oh <clears throat> normally I would suggest that you do it but, seeing how you're not doing so hot, I guess it's my turn. And Jack will turn around and go up to the giant plant in the middle and probably die. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, at first... I'm just going to look at it. I'm going to avoid, like, all the tentacles and stuff on the ground. Why is this doing this? And just try and get as close as I can to, like, the plant itself. Okay. Yeah, first I'm just going to, like, 
look at it and see what I can see. Roll for perception. Dirty 20. The laying before you is a massive plant. Giant purple petals sprouting from the center. Giant green vines coming out in every direction. <clears throat> borrowing themselves into the ground at varying distances. Branching off into millions of paths into the ground. The petals seem to pulse with energy. It shifts between green and purple as it goes from the petals downwards into the vines. The pulsing is very faint, almost as if it's internal. It almost, it's like it's breathing or a heartbeat. It's rhythmic in a sense. And you can see <laughs> that this rhythm is in time with the faint pulses of energy throughout this atmosphere. Can I see, like, where it goes into the ground? Like, the stem? The base of the plant? Yeah, base, trunk, stem. <clears throat> it is obscured by petals. This thing is on the ground. The petals oh. reach up about 12 feet. And the vines seem to sprout from under the petals. Alright. Jackal step back 15 feet. Oh, actually. He'll move back over there out of like where the vines are and everything around this flower. And... He's going to look at everybody and pull out a dart. Say, all right, I'm going to throw this at that plant. Any objections? Uh, Are you sure that's really a good idea? Good idea. Well, my last one didn't go so hot. That's why I'm asking. It's either his dart or my fireball. Take your pick. Actually, we sit here and investigate everything taking forever, or we take some action and we go forward. I'd rather the dart over the fire. Alright. But Thidius, get that fireball ready anyway, in case we need it. I'm already warming up my fingers. Back will throw a dart. Towards the base dart. of the plant. And as your dart flies through the air, surrounded on this purple plant-laden plain, that is where we will end tonight's session. <laughs>